All human thought is science. All religion is the holding of a candle to the holiest father's Are we here because we gaze at the stars? Or do we gaze at the cosmic here? Pointless When the stars were right, they could plunge from the world to the world to the sky. When the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today we will be playing session 37 of The Children of Fear, written by Lynn Hardy and friends and published by Chaosium. Who are you playing and how are you today? How? I'm still playing Dogs Eudora Lockhart and I am going to be riding Dinesh piggyback for the rest of this campaign. Brayden. Hey, I'm playing Dinesh and I'm looking forward to getting out of those stinky tunnels. Noxicals. I'm playing Timur Stepanovich Rapin, and I'm going to be riding Dinesh Shotgun for the rest of the campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Lydia. Hi, I'm playing Hasina Moez, and I'm still kind of traumatised by Timur being so threatening last week. And I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day, and I'm feeling casual like a perfumed ghoul in a cape. You ended up with a questioning intonation. I put a question mark there. Yeah. I don't know why. Like a perfume girl in a cape. <laughs> she premeditates these horrors, if you believe it, gentle listeners. I'm so tired. We don't rehearse these things, listeners. Lydia, tell us what happened last time. The sadly depleted band of investigators seek urgent medical care for the unconscious Eudora. Chowdhury declares the group to be her saviours and officially bestows the sacred bell on them. She promises to try and retrieve Shen Chu and Frederick's bodies for burial, though all present know the remains of our brave adventurers may already have been devoured. Hasina is racked with guilt for running away during the battle. Timur attempts to absolve her pointing out she dived into the well to retrieve the sacred artifact of their quest and freed the leader of the Pisachas. She is comforted a little, but much still weighs heavily on her. Afraid her newfound kin will lose the war against the followers of Sisirama, she asks the Pisachas to leave while they still can, but Chowdhury angrily rejects this. They will never abandon the temple of their goddess. Now under the medical care of the Pisachas, Eudora wakes to Timur watching over her. He breaks the terrible news of Shen Chu and Frederick's deaths. Eudora is heartbroken. Timur is disturbed at the kinship he witnesses between Hasina and Dinesh, the Pisacha they rescued from the torture wheel. His fears are borne out. The trauma and grief of what happened in the tunnels has proved too much for Hasina's damaged mind. Once more, her sanity cracks, 
and she again comes to think of herself as one of the undead. Once again, a ravenous hunger for human flesh rises in her, and she slips away with Dinesh to find food, much to Eudora and Timur's dismay. As the pair devour choice morsels from a corpse, Dinesh shares his story. He was born human, but unlike Hasina, grew up in poverty. His mother died in childbirth, and he and his father had to beg and steal to survive. Dinesh's father became infected with leprosy and perished. Dinesh, too, soon fell ill. Sick and hungry, an outcast among outcasts, he crept into a cave to die. It was there he was discovered and taken in by Chowdhury's besachers and transformed into one of them. Asina asks Dinesh to accompany them on their quest. Chowdhury agrees. He will represent Sittler Davy's children. Eudora is diplomatic, but the grief-stricken Timur is filled with rage. An uneasy truce is eventually reached. Together, the survivors and their new companion walk out of the underworld and set out towards their final destination. Ah, uh, we got ahead of us a traveling episode, boop, boop, which is normally quite nice and I can redline it, but of course you went and got a ghoul in the cape. So now I guess things might happen. That's better than a ghoul without a cape. So yeah, that is a- true. And also better than two ghouls in a cape. It's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cape, better than a lot of things. And you have that weird concoction that you can put in his stinky bits to to yeah the ghoul glands lock my glands glands. we don't know exactly where they are have we basically been given slightly magical antiperspirant is that what this is (laughs) oh de dinesh poor om it has a consistency of uh thick honey (laughs) does it taste like thick honey are you tasting it yeah as you don't (laughs) absolutely (laughs) how many hit points do you have left Uh, traditionally, you take them down to one. <laughs> traditionally. <laughs> it's happened twice now. Third time the ch- third time's the charm, right? It's true. I'm immortal, but I'm pretty sure. There's been some very near misses, haven't there, with you, Dora? Oh, yeah. Lightning strike, ghoul mm. strike. Yeah, the third one is, is probably legit going to get her. I mean, you have a major wound, and how many hit points do you have left? Oh, you actually want to know? Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Do you want me to tell you? I mean, I was joking. I'm actually eat eating hip. this honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, I have three hit points. So you, you, you have can have three two. hit points and a major wound. That yeah. means you're not healing those during the travel. Unless you guys find an employee like our doctor to treat you on the way that is happy with Dinesh. <laughs> like, that there's no. Great. I think I'm also pretty poor at this stage, though. Eudora is running out of resources. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Yeah, I got $8 cash. Sorry, friends. Oh, okay. So I assume the best way to uh, do this would be for us to try and travel only at night and take any yeah precaution we can to make sure no one sees me. I'll spray okay. my glue glands and <laughs> keep out of sight. One thing at a time. Okay, so before we start, last episode... Um, we finished a, a chapter, so you all made some some improvements in your characters. Shall we go in order, and you can tell us what you improved? How? Um, now I didn't super write this down, so I'm going based on my memory. And Eudora would have. 
Eudora is a better person than I. Any patrons who listened to last last week's Beyond the Madness can correct me if I'm wrong, I guess. Um, but I don't think I improved a blessed thing, unfortunately. None of my skills got better. I just got some sanity and luck points. I'm now rocking 34 luck uh, and 68 sanity, which is almost a funny number. I thought you failed your luck improvement. No, you're 100% right. I didn't get any luck at all. <laughs> okay, Raiden. Hey, Dinesh got seven points, oh no, six points of luck returned to him. Uh, he also now has 40 sanity points as he is still somewhat in touch with his humanity. Nice. Noxicals. Timur got very lucky with his improvement rolls. Uh, he has improved his uh, combat, uh, oh sorry, fight brawl, it's called. He's improved his listen. He's improved uh, his law Buddhism, which might come in handy. I'm now rocking an amazing 23 points of that. Uh, spot and stealth. Uh, and my luck and sand also went up. Very nice. Lydia? Well, Hasina's swim has improved to 36 after her dive into the Agamquan well. And also her luck has gone up to 36 as well. So group luck is now... Dinesh at 33. Very exciting. Yes. Not so shabby. Everyone's quite close to that besides Timor. Which means we can't even get mad. <laughs> you can't even be mad. No. Better than it was. I mean, you it can be I mad. can spend 10 luck points with impunity, which is nice. <laughs> and drink more snake tea. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> we should go back to the village. They had lovely soup. <laughs> Uh, Nothing's gone wrong on this podcast from drinking soup at not, all. Not once. With a 10-inch treasure box in your hands, <laughs> you... Tell us the internal volume, why don't you? <laughs> also known as 25.5 centimeters across in all dimensions. <laughs> you... Um, you might want to spend the night at the temple above ground, since it's quite late before you head off. That makes sense. I really hope we're not woken in the night by the sounds of terrible subterranean warfare. I feel like that will put a damper on things. They probably have quite good um, soundproofing. <laughs> they don't want to deal with that. I did notice all the roofs in the tunnels were lined with egg boxes. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's quite underground. I don't know if you've seen the map. It was quite a climb down, was it? And it's all like thick well, stone walls, isn't it? Because it was catacombs. Yeah, mm. so I think you wouldn't be able to hear. So you Given can design the torture it. chambers. You would imagine that it's fairly well soundproofed. Oh, yeah. yeah, so so Dinesh's, you'll never uh, know. Kinsman might be getting slaughtered right now. We'll just never know. Well, yeah, he's safe, so that's what matters. That's what counts. I mean, he's going for a bigger mission. If he succeeds in this, then you might save everyone. So that's true. That's the thing to hold on to. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, before you continue your adventure. Um, it's worth determining exactly where you're going and how you're planning to get there. And also, it's up to you, but you might want to look within the treasure box that you have acquired in case it's like, I don't know, acorns and you've been fo you've fooled. Well, we've already seen the bell and the door. Have there. you? Yeah, we popped it open and had a quick gander on our way out. 
probably a good idea to have a really good look and just make sure that it's in good repair. <laughs> I don't remember this. Double like not or anything. Maybe someone swapped it out <laughs> while you know it was out. Can <laughs> <laughs> I pull out a ruler and a protractor and do a very detailed measurement of the uh, Bell and Doge, please? Perfect. I'll be on some a... graph paper. Let me read my description. I put on a jeweler's <laughs> monocle. All right. The artifacts are nestled next to one another cushioned by faded green velvet. The ganta, the bell, measures eight inches or 20 centimeters in length and three and three quarters inches or 9.5 centimeters in diameter. The vajra measures six and a half inches or 16.5 centimeters in length. The highly decorated ganta, the bell, appears to be made of gilded bell metal, as is traditional. Now, Anyone can roll geology, <laughs> but you probably will not. <laughs> and then Buddhism, or oh no, wait. Um, it is it is unusual that it only has three joined tines at each end, two curved tines attached to a central straight prong, even though the standard number is five. That's the Vajra. Can you just remind the listeners, because obviously I totally know, what a Vajra is? It's also known as a dodge. Just to keep things simple. And what, what is that? Club. Like a miniature club. A little bonking. With prongs. Nice. A pronged bonk. Do either of these objects have a flared base? Because I find the Excuse inclusion you. of these measurements really troubling. <laughs> what are we supposed to be doing? They with have them? measurements for most things. I don't know why. Like from the book, or have yeah, we just gone rogue? <laughs> I love the it. The book says sizes. I don't know. Top tier. Um, Do you accept archaeology instead of geology? No. But these are artifacts. You don't know about metal. Oh. This is going to be about determining the age or something. The type of metal. Well, we've all got a we've all got a one percent chance, right? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's true if you don't have that science written right. down in your. I, I don't have any geology. There's less than the chance of fumbling anyway, so. There should be like a general studies skill, shouldn't there? Or like random useless trivia from a, from a level general studies when you're yeah. a kid. <laughs> or like pub quiz knowledge. <laughs> yeah, what's your pub quiz stat? <laughs> So does anybody have geology? I assume not. So no, the, no. the dodger is supposed to be attached to the katvanga. Oh, it pops on there, does it? It acts as, as its ferrule. I thought it might, because I think the katvanga had a dodge or whatever. We talked about that way back when. Yeah. Okay, well, we uh, swap it out in the course of the night, I suppose. We've still got the katvanga, like, wrapped in a canvas. We've had it this whole time, I guess. I just picture it strapped to Eudora's back, to be honest. Do you want to roll that Buddhism or occult when you're looking at the weird prongs? Did the somebody teams, say girl. roll law Buddhism? Hell yeah, 23 points. <laughs> 23 <laughs> points, boy. Ooh. Here we go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Flavor. That's Will a you 14. Take a Hinduism roll? Uh, that's, I'm not sure that's... It, it says Buddhism. Would you take language Italian? <laughs> <laughs> I passed. And I'm only three points away from a hard success. Hell yeah. Very nice. Oh yeah. You can take that. Again, I have. A three-pronged vajra symbolizes a practitioner's overcoming of the three poisons, as well as their control over the three times, also known as past, present, and future, and the three realms, also known as the world below, the world above, and the earthly realm. What are the poisons? Pee, poo, semen, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well done. 
Not to be confused with the five nectars or what have you. Which, which are also... also <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now you have finished looking at your treasures. Ah, oh, wonderful. And you never have to look at them again. <laughs> Why don't we just attach everything to the stick and... Uh... Now you have your little... Um... With like duct tape or something. You have your little song, right? Your little paper with your riddle of what you have to do. Mm. And now you have to figure out the last part. Maybe you can do that while you're resting for the night. So you can plan your trip. Sorry, before we get off the topic of the artifacts. Oh, sorry. You said they give some bonuses to, like, they're magical, right? Yeah. And they, they give an extra bonus if they're both used, both held by the same person. Yeah. But you don't know that. Oh. This is metagaming, is it? Yeah. That was a super secret metagaming. I told yeah. you so that I, uh, you can remember it if I forget it. But your characters don't know that. Okay. <sighs> <sighs> okay. It's well, not guess... written. It doesn't come with instructions then in the box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not some kind of Ikea flat pack. Oh, you maybe you know that like, the symbolic patterns on the bell are those conferring protection against earthquakes, fire, and flood. Hmm. But that's all you know. Also, maybe you know that you feel good having them near you, like, powerful, you know? Does this, it feels nice. Does this priestess have any, like, insight for us? Absolutely not. She's just a human. Right, but she knows about, you know. Besides. Oh, I could roll. She didn't know about uh, these creatures. Cthulhu Mythos roll on it. Can I oh, detect yeah. the magic? Yes! Dinesh has got really good mythos, doesn't he? It's not technically Cthulhu mythos, but in my head, it's all real supernatural stuff. So I'll I'll allow it. But that tunnel know how to use. I failed horribly. Damn it. You don't know anything about these things. You know more about dead things. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell him (laughs) that exact sentence (laughs) in Dinesh's voice. Nice. Great performance. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but we're getting a good vibe from okay. these. Like, we pop open the box and they glow and, and we feel good. I mean, they don't glow, but you you can feel good. Mm. Mm, yes. Also, you like don't feel great in general, so it's probably hard to tell. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so, I guess we have to figure out where this ritual is, right? Because previously we thought it was at Lake Danakosha, but I believe we're wrong. Yeah. Did you read the riddle? This is the one written in Sanskrit, right? The one that you had, you brought with you from Shambhala. It's the one we got from the mango lady. Where the holy ones who brought the divine knowledge to the land of the snows first honed their understanding. That one. Yeah. Yeah. So the final paragraph. Okay. Ah. Together, the sound of emptiness, the lord of stone's indestructible drop, and the words of the precious master form a powerful tool against the king of fear. Wield them in the place that shares its name with where the great guru was born, but not born. A mirror reflecting that which is lost, and that which can no longer be approached. Wherein lies the heart of the world, and hope that it is not too late to seal the gates of Agatha. That's still sounding like Tanakosha to me. Yeah, but his, his name isn't Denikosha, is it? What what place shares the name with 
the great guru. With the the place. Yeah. Uh you know you've been to Lake Tanakosha. Yes. So according to this, you need to go to Lake Tanakosha, but not the one you've been to already. The magical Lake Tanakosha. So we were right. Does anyone have a map? Not in real life, in character. Oh, I don't, um, I don't think so. Yeah. We came here from hell. I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> we can pick one up at the nearest town. Frederick would have, but he's dead. Where's that man? And no I always keep my maps inside my ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> I have this map here from my prison pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to go through the Malong at Lake Denikosha. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying Am you I need right? to go to a place that is named Lake Denikosha, but it's not the Lake Denikosha you went to. Ah. So is there another Lake Denikosha? I'm not sure how you're supposed to be researching this. There's literally a place called Lake Denakosha. There's a second one, like that exists in oh. Asia, and that's that's it. There's okay. no mystery there. Wonderful. Oh, <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't know how to wow. communicate. I felt like you were gonna like tie yourselves up into a knot. We're not leaving this temple until we figure <laughs> it out, guys. Gonna <laughs> go to the old one and bring up the malong and try to walk into the malong. <laughs> we all drown. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're heading to, um, are we not heading to a Tibetan monastery at some point so we can buy some of these special cow poo pills? Uh, yes, maybe sure it's are? worth looking at a map. Yeah. Okay. Right, so we're, the, my point is we're going to be A, outfitting a mini caravan. Mm-hmm. I'm out of money, personally speaking, as you, Tora. So <laughs> and you I, don't have Sophian to get you the good deals anymore. No, um, but I'm get, we need supplies for ourselves. Like, we we are... We, we, we just got the, the presumably extremely filthy, stinky clothes we stand up in. And Dinesh. And Dinesh, who's <laughs> the stinkiest of all. So a shopping trip is due, right? We can pick up a map, figure out our next pit stop somewhere holy where some, you know, venerable expert can talk to us about lakes. Or even just a local university or somewhere in terms of just pure, purely looking at maps and geography. You could also go to Patna Museum, and the closest library is the Kudabakash Library. Okay. Are these in the nearby town, or do we need to? You're in Patna right now. Oh, brilliant! I don't think we've ever rolled library use in this campaign. We could finally roll library use to find the location, and I have a lot of numbers for you in miles and kilometers. (laughs) (laughs) Ray, (laughs) this is the content we came here for. Okay, I'm afraid I want it in hogsheads and furlongs. <laughs> I'm not doing any yeah, conversions. This you again. Multiple <laughs> miles. Okay, I'll stay at the temple if you all want to go to the library. Oh, that might be smart, actually. Well, and while we're heading to town to the library, presumably we should try and buy, you know, something, an outfit for Dinesh that's going to work. You know, maybe like, you can mm-hmm. split up and some go shopping and some go to the library. Yeah. I have a stonking 20 library use, so... I don't have yeah, any at all. Same, base 20. What about Dinesh? Maybe he's the only one who can say... <laughs> Dinesh has 95 library use. <laughs> <laughs> he has a, <laughs> such a PhD. <laughs> no library use here. Well, lucky for you fools, one person here does have a PhD, <laughs> and I got a 69 library use. Wink, wink. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
<laughs> so Eudora's going to the library? No, Eudora's going to go buy dresses. Oh, Eudora's almost dead. Yeah. She's having a rough time. She needs help. <laughs> That's true, actually. Someone needs to carry Eudora to the library. <laughs> oh, God, I swore I would. Mm. Yeah, in all fairness, we're going to have to, um, if we're going to have to barter and stuff, presumably it's going to be in, is it going to be in Hindustani? Yeah, most yeah. likely. So um, that's probably going to have to be Hasina, because none yeah. of the rest of us speak any. So mm. I can carry Eudora to the library, um, I guess. Where I can attempt to find books written in English or Italian. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound ideal. Maybe the librarian speaks English if you get lucky. And we can certainly give it a go, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I mean, this is this is British India, so you you would think that they probably would. You know, yeah. what, right. I don't know how the, the place. I think they would but... probably have maps in English as well, potentially. Perfect. Or like it wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, probably. We're, yeah. With, we're, we're within Her Majesty's Empire, or whatever. His Majesty's, I don't know, some Majesty's Empire. <laughs> Surely they. It's Edwardian times, isn't it? Yeah, so his. There we go. Surely his his Majesty's coin is good here, and uh, King's English. Anyway, yeah, we're gonna go make use of some, you know, imperialist privilege. In the morning, how is um, Eudora managing her wounds? By the way, you had a full night's rest. That means Dinesh regains one hit point, and everyone else who doesn't have a major wound. She's looking to be so pointedly as she says this. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. Everyone but you, Dora, gets to improve their hit points, but not you. Also, all, all magic right. points go up to full if you have spent any. I don't okay. see why you would there. I can't. Um, I can't apply first aid again, can I? It's medicine nope. or now at this point. Yeah, and medicine is once a week, and she's already had this for this week. So we got to get the show on the road anyway. I'll be. I'll be fine. Um, I guess no one on this party knows medicine. No. I'm entreating the ladies of the temple for like some bandages for the road, so I can at least change my dressing every few days. You can have a little first aid kit. That would be great. Some like some sort of poultice, mm -hmm. whatever, basic stuff. Maybe a, a stapler to hold you together. Yeah. <laughs> what exactly. is your wound again? Can form. you remind me? I've got a big gash across the chest. That's right. So everybody's been getting a good eye for uh, uh, these tremendous lightning bolt scars. Oh yeah. All over me. <laughs> that is not what I expected. Well, that was going very differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we took some of the magical mangoes with us, didn't we? And we dried them. Now they may not work dried, but I guess it's worth a try. Yes. I eat them and I'm at full health now. No, they literally were used for heat stroke. Yeah. Ah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, they'll be delicious. <laughs> They're probably delicious. So where's everyone going? I'm staying hidden at the temple. Are you doing anything in preparation? <laughs> Are you learning medicine? <laughs> reading, reading a medical book. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, I will... Maybe try and find some... I mean, I've... Yeah, Dinesh has been a leper before, and his father has been a leper as well. And in the... Hmm, 20s, I think lepers had to carry bells around. So maybe I'd... Oh, I could carry the bell. Um, <laughs> and I, I might try and, like, cover my face with bandages 
and carry a bell so people just stay away from me regardless. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I know it's a delicate um, topic, but do you need some trail rations, buddy? Oh, yeah. No, I was just thinking <laughs> I'd find humans along the way or, like, go to a graveyard. or Yeah, I'll figure it out. We could hit up the local charnel ground, I guess, if they're <laughs> frequent. But uh, well, I'm trying to dry some yeah. out as dead people jerky. Mm. <laughs> I'm thinking trip snacks. This is a temple where they feed pisachas, though, right? They've probably got human jerky here already. True. I just don't think the jerky's going to satiate uh, ghouls' mm. appetite. He's going to need legitimate, like, whole bodies to feast on, so... He wants it I think gooey. even taking anything's futile. He does. Mm. He does. He wants oh, that putrid. So I'll figure that out when it comes to it. You're going to be a handful. I can't yeah. wait. We thought Frederick was a problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but at least this one doesn't have a ukulele. Oh, yeah, you know, you know what, you're right. <laughs> that's that's the real. I do like the idea of the leper, though. Um, And we could, like, pretend we're taking him to some hospital or on some pilgrimage. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, oh, you could take him to a monastery in Tibet and abandon him there. Yeah, perfect. Let's it's a good cover Let's story, though, if people ask, why are you travelling with this guy? It's like, oh, this mm-hmm. is Asina's brother and we're taking him to, to a place where he might find healing. Yeah, it's pretty strong, actually. I like that. Yeah, provided he doesn't yeah. make people throw up. Well, he's got his uh, goo. Yeah. And I'll have a bell so people will stay away from me. Oh, true. Besides your friends who are, who are going to have to roll con Not regularly there. as well. <laughs> How long do we think the anti-smelly goo will last? I guess you're going like to have to do some science <laughs> to figure it out. Well, we can spend all night at the temple doing maths, right? <laughs> no, I mean, you're going to try testing. it out and see. I see what you mean. I don't know. She didn't tell you. Like, they're, they're not scientists. Fair enough. <laughs> I do write Charles a letter while we're here overnight with the aim of posting it in the morning. Oh, yeah, I never asked. Did anyone want to do any, like, sanity regaining personal stuff either before you leave or on the trip for the backstory stuff? This is the thing that gives us the risk of losing more sanity and breaking our connections with our own families, right? Indeed. Yeah, no, I think I'll stay on 55, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Same, same, honestly. <laughs> do we have to interact with our key connection? No, you can do whatever you like. The key connection is there because it can um, heal our indefinite insanity. Ah, lesser used rules. Okay. Yeah, well, I would like to write Charles a letter. Okay. Is he key connection? <laughs> My key connection was actually my copy of The Travels of Marco Polo, lost many a moon ago. (laughs) Charles is more or less the only thing I've got left of my various uh, connections. I have a locket with a picture of him in which I, you know, I like open on the table in front of me and and glance at as I'm writing to him. If you succeed, you actually can probably nominate a new key connection if you want. Oh, badass. (laughs) Shenchu. As we're all like turning in, you know, bunking wherever they're putting us in this temple, mm-hmm. candle, you know, kindly asking for a, a piece of paper, an envelope, and mm-hmm. some writing utensil, I settle down in the corner. And I think this really is, I think it's been a while since Eudora last wrote to Charles because for a while there, it looked like we were going to finally do it. 
It was the mad rush. Like after we got flung through a portal, had to make our way across icy mountains without all of our stuff. We lost Sofian, but it's, it seemed to be the final run up. And we were finally going to do it and we were going to get to go home. And then that didn't happen. And it's been nothing but horror this last day or so in the ghoul tunnels. And we've now lost so many. Um, I mean, Eudora was starting to, like, she didn't have a clear plan in her head of what to do with Shen Chu, as we talked about, but part of her was starting to imagine her as like a, I mean, she was always more Timur's daughter, but she was really hoping she'd get to show around the university and mentor her a bit. And so this is a moment where she's realized our troubles are not over and she's really starting to worry. I mean, the gash on her chest, she's trying to put a brave face on it. Um, and she was on painkillers earlier, but I assume they've, they've worn off since we emerged and I don't know what they've got in this temple. Um, probably not morphine. So I think she's feeling her own frailty and the genuine possibility that she'll never get to go home. So this is a letter in which she is trying desperately not to tell Charles about all the horrible things that have happened, because how could she possibly explain that she's acquired and lost a daughter in the few months since she last saw him, that she's faced death to, you know, by an alien machine and then by the undead living beneath our feet. Um, the, the, the friends she's traveling with are like closer than family at this point, but she doesn't even know if she could introduce some of them to him. He used to be the pillar of her world, the, you know, the person she was sharing a life with. And yet all the things that have happened in the last few months are so unnaturally alien. Um, I think she does a lot of sitting silently, staring at the page and then writing things and crossing them out and having to ask for another bit of paper, trying to figure out what she can possibly communicate to the man that she desperately, desperately wants to go home to and knows she can't and is beginning to worry. She doesn't even really have a home to return to. Nothing is, is going to properly be the same, even if we succeed. Raw sanity. And wait for me to find some rules. That's a success. 57 under 68. 1d6 sanity regain for you then. Awesome. Oh, you get a bonus die if you're role-playing with your key connection, so too bad I lost my book back there. Awesome. Well, I gain three sanity back and I nominate Charles as my key connection. Sorry, losers. He's still my number one. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to find the words and you actually end up opening up to him through the letter more than you think you would. You worry about the idea of presenting yourself as too happy and him thinking that you're there by choice. And you, at the end, you feel a warmth and strength and re-established faith in your relationship and that he's still there waiting for you. Lucky boy. Are you talking about me or Charles? We will never know. <laughs> ah, can't wait to get home and show him my scars. 
She's still hot, even with the scars. Are you kidding me? She's rocking this look. A shock of white hair, oh, yeah. lightning bolt scars. I don't think they had superheroes in 1924, so she's going to invent them. <laughs> Brilliant. So tell me about your shopping slash research in the morning. I think I've talked enough. Do you, do you guys want to do the makeover sequence? <laughs> <laughs> I wait for Jonathan Van Ness to turn up. <laughs> so what do we need to get to disguise Dinesh? Uh, so I, th I think it's a good. I think we've got it down, right? Some sort of big, loose-fitting sort of robe. He has a cape mm. from the monastery, and he has bandages. Yeah, we're looking like we're looking for a sort of a hooded cloak. Yeah, and lots of bandages and yeah. a simple bell. I think his idea is a good idea, although Definitely. Timor won't say that to him. <laughs> um, you know, that seems like a sensible choice. It sounds if, like you just need a bell. Everything else is everything else we've got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a pair of gloves and a big pair of shoes to cover my claws. Clown like shoes. Clown shoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, and a it's red happening. nose. Can we get him a forklift truck as well? <laughs> yeah. Damn it. In jokes for Circus Sabat. <laughs> Sorry, people who haven't heard it. Become a patron if you'd like to understand that in joke. Um, <laughs> plug, plug, plug. We're going to start um, putting our jokes behind a paywall in the episode. <laughs> we are, yeah. Be, be, for the uncensored version. Oh, we could bandage his feet, though, couldn't we? I mean, I, I don't know how big yeah, Versace feet are. Huh? Yeah, you probably don't want to risk shoes. He'd lose a lot yeah. of his balance. Yeah. yeah. I think we bandage him up as best we can. Assume no one will look that closely. I think it's not a terrible plan for us to get a second uh, hooded sort of cloak just in case. Backup. Yeah, backup cloak. If he stinks it up. <laughs> well, he's going to. <laughs> um, you know, but yeah, gloves is a good shout as well. Definitely. And are you also trying to outfit a caravan? <laughs> I don't think we. I don't think we can. I don't think we have. We don't have enough money. No, I, mean, I think got, uh, we I've need got pack. forty-five dollars. Oof. You know, I think it's pretty much get some trail rations and some bags and maybe a donkey. And that's it, you know. Donkey's a good shout, actually, maybe. He could carry the packs and stuff for us. Yeah. Mm. Can you take a donkey on a train? Do they have livestock carriages or whatever? Yeah, they must do, surely. I mean, you don't even know where you're going yet or how you're getting there. So maybe, maybe you should discover that first, unless you want to get the donkeys in advance. But We're heading to Lake Panacotta or wherever it's called. <laughs> You don't know where that is. Lake Creme Brulee. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not just like go all the way to Lake Como or something and have a nice holiday <laughs> instead? That's what yeah. we need right now. Different lake altogether. Dinesh is pretty strong, right? Maybe we could just uh, make him a pack mule. <laughs> yeah, he'll gladly carry anything, honestly. He'll take your burdens on his back. I don't think he's that strong. Like, he's pretty yeah. strong, but he's not superhuman strong. Hmm. Also, Timor would be in two minds about that. On the one hand, yes, make him do things. On the other hand, I don't trust him with any of my stuff. Well, Eudora would have voted for Donkey before we split up then because she does not feel up to carrying much. And in fact, it would be lovely if you could buy her a stick or something. <laughs> so to hit the donkey, donkey with. <laughs> <laughs> donkey stick. At this point, we're probably going to be travelling light anyway, yeah. aren't we? A stick with a carrot on the end of it. Dangling <laughs> <laughs> from a long piece of fishing line before you know where you're going you want a donkey a carrot and a stick and a bell and a 
spare hood, is that right? Is that your shopping list? Spare cloak, gloves, gloves. donkey, and then trail rations and bags to carry those in, essentially. Go to the donkey shop. I think you can probably get all that for like $10. It's a lot of different shops, so I can't make you do like one social roll for like bartering for all of it. So. Well, luckily, $10 is my spending level, so. There you go. I'm nice. And then once we've got our stuff, we're going to the library. Eudora, are you already in the library? No, you can't go by yourself. I can. Uh, so you're not hobble, splitting. You. I guess we're not. I guess we're all going together. So that would probably take your whole day, at least daylight, going for the shop, different shops to get different things, and then the library research. Okay. Well, I'd love to buy change clothes then. Okay. As part of all this. What do you wear? Um, quite warm here, right? It's like a light. Yeah. I don't know. She's a seasoned archaeologist. I imagine she knows how to like dress in layers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just whatever she'd normally take on an expedition, except scaled way down because we don't have a load of like native bearers and camels and stuff. Mm. I wonder what happens with your daily spending limit if you haven't gone to work or been paid for months. Yeah, I've been wondering that. <laughs> my cash is eight and my spending limit is ten. So <laughs> you figure that out. <laughs> We might have to go and do more cleaning and DIY jobs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. We got paid in poison last time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you go to check out the maps, I'd like a library use, please. Is this um, the next day? The same day. Oh, the same day. shopping. Awesome. I mean, can we help with our base or not really? Mm, I'm not sure. If you can help with a base. I mean, I imagine what I'm going to be doing is fetching stuff for Eudora to check, really. You can hold Getting the bottom... things down off high shelves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or you can hold the bottom of the extremely tall rickety ladder. You know? <laughs> I don't think he would let you climb a ladder in your state. Oh, yeah, that's true. Regardless of how key So maybe you have works, to help. Yeah. Does that mean I get a bonus die? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a 77. Out of 69. 69. I don't want to spend eight points of luck, but also we have to go where we're going. Yeah, I push it. I climb the goddamn ladder. (laughs) Push it real good. (laughs) When Timur's not looking, she runs up a ladder to get something. Oh no, Eudora, you're going to die in the freaking library. I've seen the book we need. It's up there. Oh, thank God. That's a seven. (sighs) Okay. You hear, you hear Eudora go. It, wait, uh, woo! That's the one. You hear Eudora go like that from the top of a ladder, <laughs> and you turn to see her, and she's waving him up about. And then she slides down the ladder like a fireman <laughs> on a pole. And you learn about Danakosha Lake. 2.0 great news you learn that the mo- the lake itself has an associated gompa which is a monastery it is located in upper assam around 40 miles or 65 kilometers south of metok in pemako as the crow, crow flies Apo- approximately 120 miles or 190 kilometers north of the town of pasigat formerly in Assam, but now also in 
Arunachal Pradesh. You're going back to Pemakor. I thought that sounded familiar. How far away oh, is that? That's in Tibet. That's in the where where Sofian. Where Sofian died. Died. Oh no. In the very cold. Oh, maybe I can eat his body. So what's our appro- <laughs> what's our approximate travel time? Do we think? So I'm gonna run you through the travel stuff. Are you gonna do a montage? No, I'm just gonna tell you a lot of boring information. I hope there's get a lot of ready, measurements. <laughs> Nothing's going to get the listeners more excited than that statement. But before that, Noxicals, why don't you read us what your investigator knows, number eight? Uh, what your investigator knows, Assam and the Northeast Frontier Tracts. Ruled by the Ahom dynasty for almost 600 years, Assam was initially judged too distant and remote to attract the covetous gaze of the British East India Company. But when the Burmese invasion of the region reached the British East India Company's doorstep in Bengal, things changed, resulting in the First Anglo-Burmese War from 1824 to 1825. By 1825, the British East India Company had driven the Burmese out of Assam and forced them to cede most of the land to them. Despite briefly installing the Ahom prince, Purandar Singha, as ruler of a British protectorate in Upper Assam, the British East India Company went on to spend the next 20 years annexing Assamese territory until most of the region was under their complete control. After being shifted in and out of various other provinces, including the Bengal Presidency, Assam was finally regranted full provincial status in 1912. One of the eight major provinces of British India by the 1920s, parts of Assam has, had been reassigned to the northeast frontier tracts. This region consisted of various tribal lands, along with the areas ceded to the British under the terms of the 1914 Simla Convention, which gave those areas of Tibet lying to the south of the McMahon Line to India, although the Republic of China heavily disputes this claim. Often referred to as British India's forgotten frontier, Assam and the northeast frontier tracts were, nevertheless, very lucrative for the British Raj, and the lands of the Assam Valley around the Brahma Putra River were home to a thriving tea, coal, and oil industry by the early 20th century. However, horror stories of the goings on out in the wilds of Upper Assam still exert a powerful hold on visitors' imaginations, and rumours of cannibalism and ritual slaughter in these areas still abound. Bum bum bum. Well, that sounds promising. I mean, cannibalism, mm-hmm. ritual slaughter, we've dealt but with that all. Absolutely. Tea, tea yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not tea. all bad. I really like Assam. It's good. So we have a destination and a donkey. Now, the most important thing is, what are we going to call this donkey? <laughs> That's a good question. Sophia. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> In honour of our dead friend. Oh. Oh, too soon, man. Too soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could name the donkey after a Patreon. <laughs> who, which Patreon yes, wants to name the donkey? Name. That's a great yeah. plan. Yes. That's ideal. Okay, yeah, patrons expect a poll. <laughs> <laughs> so as there we go. Just know, as soon as you name something and start loving it, Patreon will take it away from you. <laughs> Honestly, it took me ages to take Shenshu's way, so I don't know if that's (laughs) even like a fair. (laughs) No, I'm only joking. You're wonderful. Continue. Oh, thank you. 
That is what I needed to hear to continue. Um, Says the man who's had two characters die on him so far. <laughs> she she makes us say that she's wonderful or she does things. <laughs> I do things while they sleep. Um, so I'm going to read to you the information for how to get to Danakosha Lake, not to be confused with Lake Danakosha. <laughs> you don't have time to go the sightseeing way like you went the first time. That would take you over a month and you don't have that kind of time. Thanks, Tenzin, and your wheel-hating ways. <laughs> Did you even go? I think you went from a long last time. I don't even... Anyway, you have to cross the River Ganges... Uh, in Patna, where you are, by ferry, then catch a train at Sonpur Junction, then pick your way eastward to Amingaon on the north bank of the Brahmaputra, then another ferry will bring you to Gauati, and the branch line there that joins with the Assam Bengal Railway to Tinsukia can move you forward. This part of the journey should take around three days of boat and train hopping. Then... Do we have to hop the whole time? <laughs> Eudora can't do that, so it will be a problem. You have to sit on the donkey and make Go the donkey hop me, for you. Um, <laughs> donkey can hop, yes. Uh, then at that point, you can either catch the train to Dubrugar and cross the river by ferry to pick up the road to Pashigat, where you can begin your journey towards the lake, or you can catch the train in the opposite direction to Sadia and use a combination of walking, riding, sailing to reach the frontier town. Why would it catch a train going the opposite direction? Because... Or we could take the alternative route via Hemel Hempstead for no explainable <laughs> reason. <laughs> <laughs> so either of those options are going to take around three or four days as well. So I hope you're keeping track, Noxicals, as to how many days it will take. Total. Uh, so three or four days. Is so the first three, part is three is days, four? and then the second. <laughs> it depends on what happens. Now I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you what you've learned from your map reading okay. and looking okay. and planning. Well, it's currently um, the 30th of March, 1924. You could technically get a car from Dibrugar to Pashigat, and that would be two days instead of three or four. But that wouldn't mean you having a car. We'd have to put Dinesh in the car with us. Yeah. Unless we can persuade him to ride on the roof. <laughs> Climb to the roof rack, yeah. Or put him in the no. boot. Which I think is not unheard of in this part of the world. Mm. What, a ghoul riding on the roof of your car? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is unheard yeah, of right. in this part of the world. <laughs> I didn't mean the ghoul part. I just mean that they seem to be quite creative in India as to like which parts of vehicles they ride in and on, at least according to some videos I've seen on the internet. They're fairly large cars. I mean, we're not talking about a little smart car here, are we? No. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you probably can't get a roof rack on a smart car. <laughs> we can Mr Bean it. We'll put an armchair up there, tie it on with rope. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or like the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> now, this is too enjoyable, and I have more journey to dryly narrate. <laughs> From Pashigat, there's a 120-mile hike up the Yamna River Valley through the mountains to reach Danakosha Lake. You have to go by foot. Can't wait can't for that, says take Eudora. anything to go there. Mm. This hike will take about a week. Big oof. That's going to be difficult, isn't it, for Eudora? Mm. Now, of course, in the back of your heads, you know that you have a mystical object that has a couple of charges left that can... 
oh, shoot yeah. you right there. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago. Oh, yeah. the cat's figure it out. But of course, so much it's important to consider that you also need 1d8 days to learn the chants that you have to memorize for the ritual. So, controversial... Oh, for the ritual. I thought you meant to, to do the spinny cat, the spinny cat banger thing. No, no, no. That's for the ritual. Okay. Because I was going to say, if it's going to take eight days, could we stick Eudora in a hospital for eight days? Um, you know, and then do the spinny stick. To, to and get... of course, you need to be able to visualize where you go. And we don't know what it looks like, do we? We can pop up on the mountain that Sofian died on. <laughs> Which I gather is quite <laughs> nearby. That went so well last time. Well, at least we know what it looks like. We can fight bears with ghouls. This time we'll be ready. You can get your revenge. Yeah. 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 Dinesh versus bear. This time it's a grudge match. <laughs> I can see the posters. It's personal. <laughs> Would Dinesh be interested in a bear corpse or is it exclusively human flesh? Just humans. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. All right. Yeah, so assuming that we aren't buying a car or getting somebody and getting a caravan somehow to take us there, I think the whole idea of maybe finding a hospital for Eudora and learning the ritual over a week there isn't a terrible plan, right? Mm. I mean, every hit point Eudora goes into, you know, a final encounter with is, is, is a slightly better chance of getting out of the other end of it. Yeah. Hmm. Seems sensible to me. I mean, if we could get that major wound cleared up, you know, if they could, you know, stitch her up properly as opposed to the rough job Timor's done with a staple gun or whatever. <laughs> You're not wrong, actually. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for the yeah. thought. You are, and of course, um, against uh, an imaginary clock. Yeah, nobody's given us many details about that, though. <laughs> no, and, and the other thing is... We don't actually know when the deadline is, do we? No, it wouldn't you cost us that happening. many days yeah. that we wouldn't lose anyway. If we mm. have to stop at the lake and make camp for seven days while we learn a chant, we might as well do that in a hospital. Right, it sounds like the alternative is to learn the chant on the train. Yeah, you have seven days on trains first. Oh, we have seven days on trains. Okay. Hang on, I thought we had like three or four days on trains. You have three days of boat and train hopping, and then another three or four days... Okay. Okay. So we um, could learn it on the mm, on the train. Okay. So we, we would be losing. We would be losing time. We would be losing time. On that basis, Eudora might actually try and fight you a little bit if you decide to go in a hospital. Then it's a weeks weeks hike up the mountains. Oh yeah. Actually, that that's a legit obstacle. Thinking about it, I don't know. I mean, I know that. I'm just call the Cthulhu work come to that because, like, a D and D adventurer on one hit point is capable of all the stuff <laughs> they can normally do, right? <laughs> but I've got a big old gash in my chest, like... That would probably take longer than... Hmm. So actually, going to hospital for a week might save time in the long haul. And she might yeah, not make I mean, it. She's not going to be able to walk that quickly, is she? Hmm. Especially if we're going up hills, if we have to go up in the... Are we in the foothills of the Himalayas in Pemico? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, you have to kind of decide based on the risk because you know that delaying things open, like the gate is like in the process of opening. Mm. Um, 
but also Eudora will probably die at some point soon. Of course, you have the choice of leaving her in a hospital and taking someone else with you. But split the difference and put her in the hospital for like two or three nights. That wouldn't do anything. She, you can only roll medicine once a week. Yeah, rules-wise. Uh, you know what, though? Eudora probably would want to prioritise getting the ritual done. She doesn't want to be an albatross around your necks. She probably would have been thinking about this the whole time we were hobbling around the town and she's realizing just how much she's wheezing and having to stop and how difficult it is. And then looking at the map and talking through like all the various trains and things and then realizing there's no option but to hike it for the final week. She probably comes over all cold and silent for a while, unusually. She normally will not shut up, but she does for a bit. And then she says, I don't, um... I don't know that I can do this. I I want to. I I feel like I have to. I sure as goodness don't want to abandon you, but I don't know what we'd do without you, Eudora. Oh, nonsense. I, I I I'm sure you can carry out this ritual just fine, and crucially, uh my hope is that this is the correct ritual because heavens, if it if it ends in a fight and I'm I'm not well, I don't know what could I'd be if I was there, but God, I hate this. I I, I can't believe I would have got myself injured, but I don't You think have I... a shotgun. Mm. We started this together and we finished this together. We have a week on the train for you to think about how we can travel from there to the lake. We have a donkey. We could buy a cart, maybe. If necessary, I will carry the bags with Dinesh, and you can ride in the cart. I will not leave you. Eudora, we've lost too many people to leave you behind. <laughs> we have, haven't we? Eudora's going to wipe her eyes and, uh, and reach out for a, for a group hug. And this is where we're going to end today's episode. <laughs> group hug. Heartwarming. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Hal, Lydia, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars are right, where you get access to episodes a week early. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cold Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind the scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsareright.com. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, I'd like to urge our lovely fans to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Reviews help us reach more people and give us that extra boost of enthusiasm to keep doing what we love. You can find all the places you can review us at starsareight.com forward slash reviews. Thank you.